0: It's the Pinky the Pig Show. (gasps) Okay, it's me, it's Pinky the Pig. Thank you for listening to our podcast from all over the planet, Earth, and the universe. And I am here today with my fabulous, excellent friend, Mildred the Moo Cow.
1: Hi, Pinky. How's Pinky?
0: I'm awesome. How's Mildred?
1: I'm awesome. So, what's going on?
0: Well, you know, I forgot to tell you on Saturday. Yeah? Well, on Saturday we went over to our neighbor's house because, you know, we had Super Bowl Sunday and then we were talking yesterday. Right. Well, our neighbors, they have an outdoor giant pond. And that is Gary and Ginger. They have goldfish in their pond. Well, they have goldfish. Oh no! Well, they're giant.
1: Well, they're that's called koi, the ornamental koi fish.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. They in a big pond outside. and have the giant goldfish. They're called koi. Right. Yeah, Gary and Ginger have goldfish. Giant goldfish called koi. Right. And the koi, that fish, it, it originates from
1: Japan, and Originally, the wild fish is called the carp. Why, well, yeah, I've heard of the carp. Right. And then, so over time, what man did is they domesticated the wild carp and then they created a subspecies from the common carp and then they called it koi. Yeah. But the carp, the, the original colors. They're silver and gray, and they're also known as chi, which is, was the most common fish eaten in China.
0: Yeah, they eat the carp. Yeah.
1: Right. So then what they did is some of the species all of a sudden, occasionally there would be like a genetic mishap. And what would happen, um, then it would be produced a, a a fish that was a bright red, a brilliant red color or a yellow color or, or an orange color, you know, other than the silver, metallic. So now the fish would appear a metallic gold. You know,
0: shiny metallic, they rock and rollers? What? A metallic? No, I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: Okay, so occasionally they would see the bright red or yellow-orange fish. So what they did is they started breeding those specifically to make them, you know, an ornamental, entertaining, decorative-looking fish. And then they they kept them for, for themselves just for pleasure.
0: Yeah, just to, to look at them.
1: Right, and, and they would build these ponds. And it actually started with the uh, Buddhists in the ninth century because they realized that the very colorful carp that would occasionally occur were eaten up quickly by the predator, predators because they were just so bright and flashy. So the, the Buddhists would take the really pretty ones and put them in their pond. But they still ate them. Well, yeah, but, you know, they... They bred them and they kept a lot of them just for to make them pretty in a pond. And they get to live, whatever. That's cool, right? So in China, they would breed the fish for color, like a thousand years ago. And uh, I mean, but these fish are—they're common in in rivers in Europe and Asia, um, also in uh, the Americas, South Africa, uh, the Caribbean, and Oceania. We're just talking about the wild natural silver grey colored ones. Yeah. But then when they bred them, the pretty colors, the brighter colors, they would transport them around the world and then here and there they would they would people would set them free into ponds and then they would breed and multiply.
0: Oh so now the ornamental koi fish is all over the planet.
1: That's right. And they live in a really Special waters. They they like the cold, cold water. They can tolerate it. And what happens is the water is very has a lot of minerals. And what happens to the water? It's called eutrophication.
0: Well, oh, Mildred, that's too big a word. Well, the word
1: eutrophication. It's a Greek word. It means well nourished. So there's a lot of food in the water because. The algae grows, and it makes the microalgae and the organisms.
0: You yeah, the tiny little living creatures.
1: That's right, and that's what the carp, that's what the koi eat. They, you know, they eat on the bottom of the water,
0: the bottom feeders. Yeah, the bottom dweller feeders, yeah.
1: But they also, they'll go to any level where the food is.
0: Yeah, Gary said this time of year they stay down there pretty deep. Once in a while they come up a little bit, you can see them. That's why they have the fountain in there keep the water moving.
1: Right, so like I said, they feed on the bottom, but then they'll they'll eat wherever the food is. I mean, if a fly or a mosquito lands on the surface in the summer, they're going to eat that too.
0: Oh, yeah. We we're watching them. They're adorable. They're swimming around. And, and okay, here's the thing. Ginger and Gar- Gary...
1: Ginger and Gary, that, yeah the goldfish, Ginger and Gary.
0: Well, they have these two dogs. They're Springer Spaniels. They're very cute. They sit there on the edge of the pond with every, all the people, and we all sit there looking at the goldfish, very entertaining. But the Springer Spaniels don't even mess with the fish. They're very... They don't even want to mess with them.
1: Oh, that's nice.
0: Farmer Tommy said it's all psychological. It's because when another animal in your household... On your property, sees the master feed the other animals. Then everybody accepts one another as family, and there's no problem because of psychology, because everybody gets fed from the from the master.
1: It's oh, probably pretty good psychology right there.
0: Yeah, that's really good advice. If you're going to introduce a cat or a dog or a, d- a cat and a bird, you just make sure they see everybody getting fed, and and then they they get it. It all makes sense. Everyone coexists. Nice. Yeah. So the fish are cute. You know, they can't really smile or anything.
1: I don't know. I don't think I've seen fish smile. Not so sure about that. But the goldfish are tiny. Right. And the goldfish came from man breeding the smaller fish down and down and down. And then, then they were able to get the little fish and then keep them inside just to look at as pets.
0: Yeah, they're tiny. Right. But...
1: They can't take the cold, so they have to, when they're really small. They have to come inside.
0: Yeah, well, those big fish they take the cold, but it's true. Ginger has she has a big fountain going out there, so the pond is always moving. It doesn't ever freeze over the top,
1: right? But they actually could survive that.
0: Yeah, well, they don't want to take a chance to keep the move to keep the water moving. But here's the thing: they have these fish in there that are so beautiful. They have a very long tail. Flat, flu, flowy, and the fins—they're very special.
1: Oh yeah, that's the butterfly koi, or it's—it's it's also called the long fin, and the dragon carp.
0: Yeah, those are really, really fancy.
1: Yeah, they were developed in 1980. Uh, also, the ghost koi was developed then. It was white, right? And that's what happened. You know, man bred different. Fish together, and I mean, I mean,
0: you know, they come in white, black, red, yellow, blue, and the cream color. Yeah, the color cream milk. You know all about that, Mildred. Well,
1: I I used to. Yeah, and you know something else, Pinky, about the koi fish. It's so interesting about their eyes, and the scientists they study their eyes because here's the thing: humans. They have three color senses in their eyes, but these fish have a fourth color sense. It it, it can sense ultraviolet light.
0: Oh, yeah, I can see that. No big deal. Oh, okay. Okay, Mildred, time for a pretty poem now, please.
1: Okay, Pinky, we have a great poem here by Jonathan Green titled Pond, I just wanted to clarify this one word for you. It's diurnal. Diurnal. That just means daytime. Pond. Mirror. Clock of sun and moon in their diurnal dance. Window. A look in at the koi, visible only when the water warms. Habitat for turtle and frog who journey to land quite differently. One with a lumbering tenacity, the other jumping into spring. Pond, a multitasking, passive genius with no mind of its own. Life-giver, taking all the hillside
0: donates. Charity begun
1: in the heavens.
0: Ah, Yeah, nice one. Very nice. Great. Okay, Mildred, that was fun. I'll talk to you tomorrow. I love you. I love you.